the light was about to turn red again and he starts laying on his horn i'm like buddy i do not know where you want me to go <laughs> you want me to drive through the bus is like the only option that i see here i the think that would have been the considerate thing to do that would have been the considerate yeah. thing to do drive through the, bus. the only yeah the only the only way is through friends the only, the only way, way is, is through. through yeah you're in baltimore <laughs> that's correct audience welcome to episode 75 of the quarter life crisis podcast i am your host d of course the worst person to ask to join your limbo team with me as always for the 75th time in a row the man who hears three quarters and can only imagine 45 minutes instead of 75 cents hunty stempy how you doing buddy it's actually true um Glad to be back. It's, we've had a little two-week hiatus. Took yeah. some time to be busy, actually. We've been doing a lot. You've been doing more than me, but I'm good. I'm doing yeah, well. I've been, I started a new job. I've traveled. Yeah. It was B-Rad's yeah. birthday. I just birthday drank, dad. I just drank beer with Joe, so, you know. Yeah. And um, <laughs> because it is episode 75, those, uh, those who have been with us for a while will know what this means. We have yeah. a special guest with us. Woo! So, uh, introducing the girl whose relaxation hobbies include yoga Epsom salt baths and raging at strangers on Mario Kart Online. Katie Joy, how you doing? <laughs> Great to be here. Happy 75th. Thank you. Thank you. Who would have thought that we would have made it this far? Well, you had to, so I could be on again. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we got to do at least Touché. 25 more so we can get to 100. And then be on again. Honestly, just keeping it. <laughs> knowing that Katie is coming every increment of 25 is what's keeping us going. Um, and speaking of things that are keeping us going, alcohol what are we drinking today guys i don't think it's keeping me going anymore <laughs> that was a little depressing anyways katie what do you got i got a glass of red wine it's the apothic red blend so nothing oh, fancy but it's very good that was gross i tried um, it last night i hated it i have a uh, goose island ipa it's called next coast ipa instead of west mm. coast it's actually good i've had this before it's really tasty where's goose island chicago so it's not not an island, not, not on a coast or an island. Or yeah, I don't, I don't know. They, <laughs> sure. they have good beer, though. They're just out of Chicago. Um, me, I've got myself a local craft. I've got an Americanon to celebrate the Olympics, nice. which we'll be yeah. talking about pretty soon America. here. Um, but it's just an American American pale ale from right down the street. It's very uh, good. Go heavy seas. Mm. So we'll be killing that today. But uh, first, before we get to any kind of Olympic talk, uh, I have, as we have Katie on this episode, she was relaying me some of her ideas and we were able to flesh those out into topics. So we've got a few things to talk about. First of all, we've made, we haven't made a tier list in a very long time. And by a very long time, I think it was episode 73 and that happened over a month ago. Sure. Um, (laughs) By the way, if you haven't listened to episode 74, um, that was the Hot Ones episode, oh, so and good. I'm still in the process of getting the video made to put out, uh, so be on the lookout for that. Um, you get to see us cry like children it's awesome. after after eating very hot wings. We watched um, it. We watched it on uh, Saturday before we went out, and it was it's so funny. It's oh, so God, it's so upsetting. God bless Joe, man, being a trooper and eating the last dab. Yeah. 
So, um, Hunter, I don't know about you, but Katie and I can really attest that our, some of our favorite meals to eat are based on pasta. Okay. And we all know that not all noodles are created equal. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it is our job as the hosts and co and guest host of Quarter Life Crisis, episode 75, to put those pastas in their place. Okay. So, of course, as is QLC tradition, we are going to be making a pasta tier list. So we've got, nice. as always, we've got five tiers. Uh, starting from the top, we've got Incredible Italian. Is it the cream, cream of the crop, the best of the noodles? Okay. Uh, below that, we've got Pretty Good Pasta. It's like pretty good. It's it's a preferred a preferred uh, shape. Pretty good pasta. You know, you know, it's pretty good. Pretty good. It's pretty good. It's like it's like regular beer, a beer that tastes like beer. Yeah. Um in the middle, we've got capable carbs. It's like, you I know, like it's it's not gonna be my it's not gonna be my first choice, but um it's pasta, so I won't won't turn my nose up at it. Next, we've got non-essential noodles. These are noodles and pastas that if they kind of disappeared, you wouldn't really be too sad to miss them sure sure and at the very bottom we've got sucky starch these are the pastas that you will send it back if it I is like, placed on the table i, I like you. the names of the tiers this week these are good yeah also i would is... like to i would like to petition that incredible italian be applied to joe at all times and forever yes, of course it, <laughs> that was the last one i came up with because i'm just like those were four names for pasta i can't think of another one <laughs> so um, we've got 18 different types of pasta here, uh, ranging from, um, like flat noodles to, uh, shaped noodles, uh, to long noodles, but we're just going to go down the alphabetical list. How about that guys? Why not? You ready, Katie? Cool. So first of all, we've got angel hair pasta. What are we thinking? Katie, you, you take, you, you hit off with this lead off. I am going to take capable carbs. I know that they're kind of a. They tend to be a little polarizing. People really love or really hate angel hair pasta. I like it. I think it's good. I it I wouldn't write home about it. It's not a bad one. So I think capable carbs is where it belongs. Mother, I am writing from the front. We had angel hair pasta last night. I I tend to agree. Um, I've never had a bad experience with angel hair, but I never asked for it first. So I feel like that is the definition of right down the middle. I personally, angel hair is my least favorite of the, of the long pastas. Sure. Um, but like, it's not bad. If I don't, if I yeah. get it, I'm not going to be upset about it. And it's usually like when it's a base of something, like it's never the main dish. It's like, if you get chicken Parmesan, it's yeah. on angel hair. And stuff yeah, like yeah. That. Maybe uh, non-essential so. nudes then. Yeah. No, I think, I don't, I don't know. I feel like. So, it's... so looking at the rest of, there's only four, I guess there's five long noodles. I was about to say, cause if we could, we could, be fancy I think and put I have one a hot take about one of those long noodles, though. I think I have uh, a similar hot take. <laughs> so I don't even know if I have hot takes about pasta. I just eat it. Like, <laughs> look at oh, me. Like, come on. Yeah, do I just... have hot takes about you pasta? You tell me you don't like my idea, Hunter. No, no, I like your idea. I'm just <laughs> saying I don't know if I have. Idiot I don't drink pasta. No, I don't think I have the hottest takes about pasta. <laughs> Katie, you're, Katie, you're projecting. I vote. I mean, leave, I was... it, leave it incapable. That's what I vote. I I see I was going to vote for non-essential but then the two of you said capable. So Katie what's your I, I'm sticking with non-essential capable. Katie what's your And let's okay, move cool. on cuz we've got like 20 pastas. We got <laughs> good point two more actually. Touche. Um next we've got bucatini which is like long tube pastas. Okay. I don't think I've ever eaten this. Ever. Katie what are you thinking? I've never had it either but this is Joe's favorite pasta I think. Ooh. It's Joe's favorite? Therefore, it's got to go at least in capable carbs. 
I feel it's like got it, the, if it's got the Joe endorsement, I mean, it's got yeah, the it's Joe got endorsement. The I just feel like it's kind of pointless. You know? What do you, what do you usually make? Like what dishes do you make with bucatine? Do you, like, like bolognese and, um, Oh, I do like that. Wait, but the sauce gets in the, in the little, yeah, that's true. So and that's why, that's what Joe said. That's why he liked it. So I think capable carbs, just because it's got the Joe Pizzula endorsement. Sure. sure. I, and not? you know what, for the resident Italian, I'm glad that, uh, <laughs> what? The Italians. The Italians. Pass it to the <laughs> Italians. You've never seen that movie, Katie. No, <laughs> I have not. Couldn't tell you what that is. <laughs> All right. The next noodle we have is Kamatapi. The superior form of elbow pasta, by the way. Yeah. Oh, awesome. The, in my opinion, the best incredible kind of pasta. Incredible. This is Mac incredible Italian for me. I agree. Yeah, oh 100%. my goodness. Wow. Yeah, I it's so good. I I mean, I'm not gonna fight you on it because I am definitely ruled out here, but that would probably go like non-essential noodles. Wow, Yo, you're the, crazy the, for that. The ability to like scoop them and stab them at the same time is so it's so crucial. It's so easy to pick it up and then eat it. They're, it's good. It's amazing. It's fine, but okay. I, I, I with like I, a meat sauce, so oh, like yeah. it's like trapped in the oof, oof. That's yeah. that's incredible. Okay, pretty good pasta then. Yeah. Oh no, incredible. <laughs> oh no, it's my favorite kind of pasta. Oh okay. It's, it's, so. it's, Derek's hosting the tier list right now, so. <laughs> Yeah, I've got, I've got the, I'm driving. I get the control. Um, next we have Ditalini. What is that? Ditalini. It's like um, they're tiny little tubes. They're little, like imagine you take a straw and cut it up into like 50 pieces. That's Ditalini. Why? They put it in soup a lot. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, my mom makes red soup. That's that's what they do with it. Um, spoon noodle. <laughs> I, Katie, what are you thinking? I am thinking non-essential noodles. I agree. It's. I feel like it's interesting. I feel like it's, excuse me, interesting the one time you have it, but like, why would I ever order that again? Yeah, Yeah. In soup, it's great, but like, that's kind of all it, where else would you have it, you know? Yeah. It's just like, it's just like ZD hit with the, hit with the shrink ray. Um, Next, we've got elbows. The classic. Starch. Whoa! Really? I don't know about that one. Good call, though. I agree. <laughs> I think I think uh, really? starch. Well, okay. You really played the case for the cavatappi, and cavatappi is like elbows, but better. So. Yeah, better yeah. elbows. Well, what I was gonna say is non-essential because, like, that's like the basic boxed mac and cheese noodle, right? And so, like, it never fails you, but also I'd never actually want it that badly. No, I would rather like any of these other pasta shapes. Okay. Like- I mean, I'm not gonna fight on it because it's just. Elbow, it's just elbow pasta. But. Elbows are well. You say that, and like Kraft mac and cheese is isn't even elbows. It's just two. That's true. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the ones I always get the generic kind at the store. Yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. I'm an anti-craft household. Oh, <laughs> I don't like the craft family. You're wrong for that, but okay. I know. I you know. I'm taking um, the next one, Derek. Okay. Um, the next one is farfalle, and that is my favorite noodle, and it goes in incredible one. Italian. And unless you so, agree with me, I'm not interested in hearing your opinion. <laughs> for for is it farfalle or farfai? Far farfalle. Far, farfalal. Am I? <laughs> oh wait, yeah, you're right. I'm dumb. Um, are you dumb or am I dumb? No, I'm dumb. I'm. I'm. No, it's me. I'm the dumb one. Um, I'm yeah. the dumbest because I have no idea. This all. is the most I've used. This was for um, when we make uh, primavera, Katie. Um, yeah, but that's my favorite thing. You can put any sauce on it. It's great for Andy, pasta salad. 
Andy makes a dish using this pasta that is to die for. And he's made it for me like a bunch of times when I lived with him. And literally every time he made it, he was like, do you want me to make you something? I was, I would drop, if I was in the middle of cooking, I'd stop and be like, yes. Um, so agreed up there with the best of the best. Next we got fettuccine. Was this your hot take one, Katie? No. Okay. Uh, I like fettuccine. It's my favorite long pasta. Pretty good like- pasta. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty good. It's pretty good. The yeah. the reason it's because it's it's got more surface area for like sauce to stick to. Yeah. Um. So it's better than like spaghetti or angel hair or something like that. Yep. Next we got uh fusilli, which is just like long rotini. I guess and, it like, depends on which one you like better, right? Like, it's, it, it's what? It's like it's it's like the spirals are tighter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I like that. I mess with some rotini. I probably wouldn't want to eat that. Yeah, this is the thing. It's, it's another not essential to me because it's, yeah, it's, it's just a version of something else. Yeah. It's a worse version of something that's really sure. good. <laughs> um, next, we've got uh, Gamelli. I've never had this. Ever. Which look like those like pretzel twists. Oh, yeah. In pasta form. Oh, I like that. I bought that, but it was multicolored from Trader Joe's. Recently. Oh, I have seen those. Before. Oh, the pasta. I thought you were talking about the pretzels. No, no, the the pasta. Like, I think your pretzels went bad there, Katie. <laughs> so I don't think I've ever eaten this. So Katie, I'm gonna leave this one up to you. I I think that that would be, it feels fancy. So I would say sure. a capable carb sure. for a nice, sure. a nice fancy pasta. That seems like you go to some fancy restaurant and they have this, and you're like, "What is that?" And you get it, and you're like, "This is really good." And I'm never gonna eat it ever again because yeah. I'm not gonna be at this place again. It's like that one at Burton's that I used to get, Derek. That yeah, yeah. Nobody could ever figure out how to how to say. <laughs> oh yeah. Or Ori Ketty. Whatever. Whatever. Rest, rest in peace. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that was all. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say rest in peace burton's you unlocked a memory i forgot that i had is it close no i just don't go there anymore ever because i don't live in college park (laughs) um next we have lasagna which i have learned um the pasta is spelled with an e but the dish is spelled with an a i did not know that oh neat um i feel like it's super easy to cook this wrong so in terms well, of like it gets like too I don't know I just don't I've never been a huge fan of this type of, of noodle. So the way I look at lasagna is if it's in it, its only purpose is like I talked about with ditalini it's like it's in soups and nothing else. It's in lasagna the the, the dish but lasagna is freaking good so that lasagna bumps it up a tier <laughs> that bumps it up a tier for me. I think it needs to go capable. Yeah, I agree. That's that's was, it's noodle sheet cake. I don't know. I'm gonna be. I'm outvoted, so it's going up there. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong? With I, don't I, just, I don't know. I just. I don't know. I just. I know. I like my was, mom. No, who is listening no, no, to this no, podcast no. right now? No, that no. you didn't like her lasagna. You I loved your my lasagna. Mom. Oh you my god! My Who's projecting my now? Who is projecting now, Derek? Um, <laughs> your mom. No, I do in fact <laughs> like Miss Terry's lasagna. I like lasagna in general. I'm just not the most fond of this type of noodle. Okay. All right. Look at you! You're crying. Oh my god! No, I'm um, not, <laughs> Terry. I'm not crying. Uh, next, we got one that Katie is also very fond of. You want to take this one? Ooh, orzo and orzo. If you try to put it any lower than pretty good pasta, I think we should oh, just end the episode now. Orzo is elite. It goes at the top every time. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Sure. It's I, so good. I did. I, well, so I eat like rice pilaf and stuff, and I didn't realize that orzo was like in that. 
Um, Katie actually introduced me to what orzo was by making her orzo uh, or orzo dip. Um, so it was not a dip or salad. Excuse me. Sorry, I'm mixing up your orzo and your. If corn you dip. want the spark notes of a funny story that if you're friends with us, you've definitely heard it. Um, we were at Hunter's house for a Memorial Day once, and I orzo. And Hunter's mom was heating everything up and yeah. <laughs> actually heated this orzo that was not supposed to be heated. Still good. Which it was fine that it was. It just wasn't meant to be. <laughs> she put it down on the table in front of me. I wasn't going to say anything. I was like, okay, let's eat the cooked orzo. <laughs> and then Hunter goes, I wasn't supposed to go in the oven, was it? <laughs> and I was like, no, but I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> it was, it, it was still good. Yeah. Orzo, Andy showed me last night, he made a, speaking another Andy story, he made a dish with Orzo that I need to replicate in my uh, Instant Pot, which was basically like Orzo, a type of like cream sauce, some like chicken sausage, and a bunch of like peppers and stuff. And I was like, Ooh, that sounds tasty. Um, we So big fans of Orzo here at QLC. Love Orzo. Love Orzo. <laughs> uh, next, we've got uh, Papardelle. Never had that in my life. Can I, I feel like I've eaten once at like an Italian restaurant and it's just, it's just bad. It's, those look like pasta chips. I don't yeah, want those. It's, it's like long sheet. It's like long flat sheet pasta. It's like you took lasagna and trimmed off, trimmed off like the ridged parts and then just cut it into strips. No. It's dumb. Canceled. It's dumb. Katie, any, any opinions? Um, I don't hate it that much. <laughs> it's another one that feels fancy to me. Like, to an Italian restaurant unnecessarily. This would be in a dish just to make it a little more fancy, sure. but sure. I'm, I'm not going to fight you on it. If I never ate that again, I would probably not be that sad. If I never ate it again, it would be too soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Next, we've got penne. I feel like this is a penne pretty good one. Okay. <gasps> You're wrong <laughs> for that. You're so Whoa. wrong for that. Wrong? Penne is awesome. Penne is like the I default. Like yeah okay penne like so spaghetti and I, meatballs without like the long noodle that's penne every time i don't i don't reject penne you just but did. i always feel like the pasta water gets stuck in the penne and uh, so then you bite okay. into it and it's like you get a little shot of water from from the pot what did what, you say? Oh my God. I said you <laughs> gotta drain the pasta water better and Hunter said you gotta stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> the dichotomy I'm, of man yeah, well, i'm advocating for pretty good that's right I I it's not one that i won't eat so you can put it wherever the heck you want I'm i love not... it's going oh my gosh good. that is a little bit high nope it's good <laughs> katie it's good katie, um you can put it wherever you want it katie when you put it where you want it mm, that's a <laughs> wait high. a minute he's that's driving like, the tier list man it's like my when my mom asked me to pick what we had for dinner on saturday and i was like oh yeah sandwiches and she goes not sandwiches <laughs> that's off that's off the table <laughs> love you mom um <laughs> next we've got rigatoni i feel like rigatoni is just it's decent but less fun rotini yeah you know what i mean yeah no i agree i think it's i think it's capable i think so too Did yeah it? yeah 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 any, any strong opinions no no <laughs> move along <laughs> yeah that's, that's a, neut- a neutral ranking the for definition of capable yeah um, one of my least favorite pastas is um, Rotelli. The wagon Wheel meals. pasta. This yeah. was the. I've uh, never what, eaten that, but that is disturbing to me. Wasn't this the type of like pasta that was in one of those like themed mac and cheese boxes back in the day? Oh, almost certainly. Like one of those like Toy Story ones. Yeah. It was a SpongeBob one. It was a SpongeBob one, and you ate it, 
and it was like crunchy yeah it was gross it was never cooked right it, yeah it's, no, it's no 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 it's, it's a gimmick pasta yeah. get this gimmicky crap out of my pasta yeah seriously all right three more we got rotini to the moon this is my yep. second favorite type of pasta katie what do you think rotini smacks I love pasta salad, and pasta salad usually yeah. has tricolor rotini. There you go. So I, I really like rotini. So good. There you go. To the moon. This is yeah. my hot take. Actually. All right, let's hear it. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. I would rather have, like, any of the other long pastas. True. She's truing very hard yeah. right now. I kind of have to agree. And can you think of any dishes where you need spaghetti that, like, bucatini or like fettuccine doesn't fit like it's no. also weird too because like angel hair sometimes makes better spaghetti and yeah. like meat sauce yeah. or meatballs or whatever than actual spaghetti because like the regular spaghetti is too thick like it's too much agreed you agreed. Know? spaghetti stinks you heard it at the italians <laughs> come at us um and finally we've got ziti i don't know what are, what is ever what are everyone's thoughts on ziti so i'm thinking of it as the same way i thought of lasagna Okay. I can have any other noodle, but big ziti though. Yeah, that's true. Katie, what See, are you I thinking? Think... My family always made big ziti with penne, so you I have no either. So you make mid-baked penne? Yeah, it was just baked penne. It, I mean, it, it look at them; it's basically the same thing. Yeah, it's... not married to big ziti, or I like big ziti, but not married to the ziti part. <laughs> ziti, um. Ziti is just penne without the italics turned on. Yeah, seriously, actually though, but I think for that reason it should go in pretty good. Uh, I like ziti. I like ziti a lot. I think it's good. You know what? I think I want to. Mm-hmm. You want to swap one? No, I. I don't think it's pretty good. I'll put it in capable. Okay, it's fine. I always feel weird when like two of them are lopsided, but then I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my OCPD brains just like, you know, what, what is the bit. FBI going to come after us? Like, <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> Hands on the ground. You put CD where? <laughs> okay. Um, so that concludes our pasta tier list in the bottom tier sucky starch. We've got elbows, pappardelle and rotelli in uh, non-essential noodles. We have didolini, fusilli and spaghetti. Incapable carbs, we have angel hair, uh, bucatini, gemelli, lasagne, rigatoni, and ziti. In pretty good pasta, we got fettuccine and penne. And in an incredible Italian, we got cavatappi, farfalle, 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 um, orzo, farfalle, one of those. Far from home. Uh, far from home, yeah. Orzo <laughs> and rotini. Fellas, lady, what are we thinking? I, I just really great. love it. I just love orzo, dude. Orzo is so good. I just love oh, pasta. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, let's be real. I love just boiled carbs. It's yeah. awesome. I'm trying to I'm trying to cut down on carbs this week, so I'm not gonna eat any pasta, and it's it's gonna be hard. Yeah, dude. Mm. I try not to eat a ton of it during the week. Shout out HelloFresh for not giving me too much pasta. I picked the low carb option on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. making TikTok feta pasta right after we're done here. I have some. <laughs> that is good. Have you had it before? Tomatoes. Have and you, never had have you made it? Good. Just for the record. Katie, have you, have, have you made it before, Katie? Or no? No, my mom made it with, um, you know, borson cheese. It's like a soft yeah. herb cheese. She made it with that because it was like at the height of the prop popularity. So there was no feta anywhere. <laughs> There's um, a literal feta shortage. But my feta will be bad in two days. So I'm going to use it. it. 
Okay, uh, so we are in the heat of the Olympics right now. The Summer Olympics began last Friday. Um, we've already watched some pretty standout performances uh, by American and non-American athletes. Um, we got to see uh, Katie Ledecky and Simone Biles perform. Um, we got to see a lot of new faces in swimming and also in gymnastics. Those are the main two I've watched. I've discovered a new love for 3 by 3 basketball because it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So... What I thought would be fun to do, because this uh, podcast does love talking about current events, but it also loves talking about um, fictional things, um, is that we are going to create our own Olympic countries. And we are going to stack up our own, uh, our own rosters, but the roster is going to be made from Disney characters. Oh, let's go. Go. So I've got 10 events here. We're going to go through 10 of them. We're going to do like a, we're going to do like a round Robin type uh, draft essentially um, from top to bottom. And then after we've completed the list, I'm going to send it out to our, uh, our listeners and our friends, and they're going to vote on who they think would win overall. Uh, okay. And so this is a long theme thing. So no, it's just going to be, Kinda. it's just going to be next week. Okay. Um, so like, it's going to be whoever gets most votes gets gold, whoever gets second most votes gets silver and then bronze. And then we're going to total up the medal points at the end and right. we're going to see whose country reigns supreme. <clears throat> Do we, are we picking from a list of characters nope. or is it just any, whatever any pull you okay. can think of any movie you can think of any Disney property um, okay. except for the Marvel, because that's just cheating. Captain um, America and everything. <laughs> that's just cheating. Um, so, <laughs> We're going to start off, we're going to, it's going to be like Katie, me, Hunter, and then the next one's going to be uh, me, Hunter, Katie, and then it's going to keep going like that. So okay. we're going to start off with archery. So Katie, what Disney character do you want to represent your country in archery? Oh, you know, I got to pick the obvious choice. So it would be Merido. Yes. Right? Oh, it would be yeah, Merido. Sorry, yeah. I had to take, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. first. Yeah. That's a so, good, that's the, that's the slam dunk pick, you know? Maybe yeah. you should do like, me first this round and then hunter first the next round and then you first because i'm just gonna get the best one that's what we're that's what i'm gonna do, do you, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. are you are we snake are we snaking it or so it's always like no we're just gonna rotate so okay. i'm going second okay. now and you're gonna go okay. i'm gonna go first next round and then stuff like I, that. See. I see um so i also the viewers had that context they're gonna be like wow i am so glad that derek left that in <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I I was thinking Merida was the easy one, and I was also thinking I was going to cheat and pick Star Wars characters too because they're also um, Disney canon. Um, but I don't think that's fair. Uh, so for archery, man, I don't know. You know what? I am going to pick. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Mrs. Incredible. I'm going to pick Helen Parr, Elastigirl. Okay. Because she can essentially, have you, do you see how she, she just like put slung her things with her own there, arm? Yeah. <laughs> how she like slung things with her own arm with like, yeah. with like, like dead eye precision. I'm going to go Elastigirl. I might be, I might be burning this pick early and I'm okay with that just because I, just because I think she'd be good at it. I'm going with Mulan. That's where I'm going. Ooh, good call. Good call. I think that's a good. I thought you. That's what I thought you were going, and then you went. Nope. I'm no. I. You know what? I'm going to send you guys girl. the. I, I'm going to send you guys the list because it feels a little cheaty that I have it and you don't. Um, I didn't think about that until right now because I was going to save Mulan for somebody else uh, for something else, but that's or like fun. the list of events. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Uh, so this is to Katie and to Hunter. Oh nope. All right, but uh, while we're while we're doing this next, uh, the next event is boxing. 
And okay. because I've already got one incredible, it's my turn to go first. Because I've already got one incredible, I'm going to take the other one. And this is going to be Mr. Incredible, Bob Parr. He's going to just beat the crap out of everybody that gets in his way. Um, so sure? I'm going with Mr. Incredible. Hunter, who you got? So we got, okay, boxing. Okay, and these are the other ones. Okay. Oh, God. I didn't put any time to think about this. Um, boxing. People that are good in a fight. In a fight. Um, oh, I just had one. Nope, it's gone. Um, oh, man. I can't think at all about this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go with. Also, I will say this. I don't know if this is going to help or hinder you. Um, I am thinking like any movie that is considered like other than Star Wars, any like not the extended properties, but like I'm thinking like all live action movies like Mary Poppins, like uh, okay. anything that falls under the Disney umbrella. <laughs> Mary Poppins in the ring boxing. <laughs> she, she go crazy in the ring. <laughs> anything that falls under the Disney umbrella, like you're allowed to do. I think boxing, this might be kind of out of left field, but I'm going to go Buzz Lightyear. I'm going to go Buzz Lightyear. Just because I think, like, we don't see him do hand-to-hand combat, but I think, based on his prowess for saving the day, he'd be pretty good in the ring. Okay. Katie, who who are you drafting for boxing? Mm. I feel like I might be misremembering. Oh, um, Lilo. Lilo. Oh, good, good pick. That's a good call. Heck yeah. She would throw hands in the ring. Yeah, she threw hands with that. What was that girl's name? Oh, uh, Margaret? No? Oh, like the bully at school? Yeah. Oh, what yeah. Was her oh, name? my God. Screw her. Yeah. With her little gang of posse. Oh, I hate her. Yeah. Lilo would throw hands. That's a good call. All right. So we got. Oh, I just thought of a better one that I could have used, and I'm so stupid. Oh, well. Um, well, maybe you want to save them for, for another event. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. So next, uh, we've got fencing. Hunter, what are you thinking? Fencing. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Huh. Fencing. 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 My favorite thing. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, oh, man. Why can't I think of anything? Um. This is gonna sound so stupid. Who's the who's the dude from Tangled? Like the guy, Flynn Rider. I'm gonna go with him. He seems like he'd be good at fencing. This is what I wanted Mulan for. Oh, good call. That's a good call too. Uh, Katie, who are you thinking? Mm. On guard. Anna from Frozen. Uh, sure. Yeah, she did take she did take that uh the the ice sword in Frozen too. Yeah. I was thinking, I, I thought of her, but I was like, I don't know if I want to do that all the way. Um, I am going to go with uh, Aladdin. Why did none of us pick Jack Sparrow? <laughs> well, that would he's literally be so good at it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> next we've got karate. Katie, right. who do you got? Oof. I'm kind of at a loss at the moment. Can somebody else go? Oh God! Oh no! But it's your, it's your first turn. It's your first pick. It's your pick. He's a if it, cliff. Uh, if it helps, if it helps, Katie, I just pulled up a list of major Disney characters, so I don't brain fart on the spot. Um, I mean, I know I, I'll still rescind my first pick next or next time. Um, but oh wait, no wait, that's not a that's not a Disney movie. I thought it was. Oh my God, I'm an idiot. I so, totally thought this Ooh, was a Disney movie. I got mine. I got mine. 
All right, never I mind. I, I got it. one too. I was okay, gonna Katie, say, go. okay, Jesse from Toy Story. Sure, oh. Jesse. Is it me or you next, sir? Uh, it's me. Um, oh, don't take my I'm pick. doing Wendy Wu. Oh, oh no! Oh, that's a good pick. Wendy that's Wu, Homecoming one. Warrior, literal Karate Queen. Okay. Yeah. See, I um, thought the I thought the rebooted Karate Kid was a Disney property. I was gonna pick oh, Dre it's Parker. Not. It's not. Uh, it's 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 a uh, Columbia Pictures. Um, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Judy Hops. So I'm gonna take. Dude, she was she's a trained fighter. She has to know her combat, and she'd be good at karate. I didn't say anything, man. Um, I'm definitely getting last in this. <laughs> next uh, is my first pick uh, for shooting. I'm pay- I'm taking Jack Sparrow. That's why yeah, I didn't take Jack Sparrow. Yeah, it's a good call. Because he sh- he literally shoots a rope to like ascend his his mass. Like he's he's a badass man. Sure, sure. Uh, Hunter, who are you taking? Uh, give me Gaston, please. Ooh, no one, no one's neck is inc- incredibly thick as Gaston's. You know that man's got accuracy, dude. He is especially good at expectorating. Yeah, whatever what? that is. Spitting. <laughs> anyway. Katie, who are you taking for shooting? Rapunzel. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> She's got a lot of time on her hands. She has a lot of hobbies. I'm sure they yeah, can put it in the movie, but I'm sure that she probably took up sharpshooting at one point. Yeah, yeah. Um, next, we've got uh, swimming, just general swimming. Um, and Hunter, you're first. Uh, you know... I'm going to go with there's two that I'm thinking of from the same movie and I don't know which one I want to take. Um, you know, I'm going to go with, uh, with, I'm going to go with Marlin from finding Nemo. Okay. He, sw- he swam like the entire ocean, man. He'd be good. Katie. Um, I got flounder from the little mermaid. Good call. Good call. Good, good, call. Call. good call. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, Ariel. Oh wow, I'm so stupid. Yeah, why, did I, I, why didn't I think of that? Wow. What I'm was so your better dumb. answer? Chigo from Kim Possible. Can Good I change call? Uh yeah, I'll let you change it. I'll let you change it. Good call. Chigo. My queen. Chigo. My, my goth queen. Oh, she's so cool. She was my first uh she was my first crush when I was like six. Um the green swamp woman. <laughs> green swamp lady. Ooh, be still my heart. Um, next we've got trampoline. Uh, I believe this is Katie. Katie, you're first. Mm. Trampoline, just so I clarify, is what what does that entail exactly? Is uh it's it's a gymnastics type deal. They do tricks and okay. routines. Okay. Okay. Kanga. Ooh, good call. Good call. Good call. I like that one a lot. Um, I am going with um Honey Lemon from Big Hero 6 uh, because that girl is agile. She was the, she was the one with the with the purse and the um, with the balls that she would throw at people and yeah. Uh, I'm going to be rocking with Tarzan, my friends. But he doesn't have any he doesn't have any uh, vines to swing on. Dude, he doesn't need that man is has the agility of like a literal wild animal. <laughs> I wanted I'm Tarzan cool for that. weightlifting. I'm a little mad about it. <laughs> That's what I, I had Tarzan for weightlifting too. 
I was um, actually, you know, the rings, the gymnastics rings. I was hoping oh, that yeah. that was going to be on the oh, list. Oh yeah, I mean, he'd be good at that. He'd be good at that. Was, as yeah. soon as you mentioned this topic, I was like, Tarzan would definitely do the rings. Yeah, that would that would be Tarzan easy. Uh, that or the the uneven bars is that what they're called? Yeah. Um, for weightlifting, it is my pick first. Uh, I'm picking Beast. Oh, okay. All right. Not who I would have gone with. Who are you going with? Give me the demigod. Give me Hercules, man. Oh, good call. Oh, good call. I, I am totally so mad. That. that was mine. <laughs> I love drafting. Freaking heck. Hmm. Okay, I can't even tell you what's in my brain right now because this is an awful pick. Okay. <laughs> it's Olaf. That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> Olaf. <laughs> Olaf. Oh my goodness, that's funny. <laughs> All right, then we got wrestling. Uh, uh, my pick, my pick, yes, right? it is your pick. Yes, uh, I will take Simba, please. Okay. Good call. Like he, good wrestler is a king of the jungle. Uh, Katie. Hmm. Do you have one in your head already? Because I'm thinking still. I don't. I'm also thinking Hunter filled the dead air. Talk to our uh, friends. Okay. Well, you know. Simba, I feel like as analysis of this pick, um, he's a literal lion. Uh, and so he would literally grab somebody by the throat and wrestle them to the ground. Oh, I got what mine. Lions do. Dare- okay. Are, are, do you have yours? Yes. Okay, go for it. It's your Stitch. Turn. That was that was my backup if you pick the first one. Um, I'm going with uh Sully, James P. Sullivan. That was my backup pick. Yeah. Big burly animal. Exactly. <laughs> And finally, we have pentathlon, which, if I'm not mistaken, includes biking, equestrian, swimming, shooting, and running. Okay. So, Ooh. Katie, you are the first Ooh. pick. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. I have a pick, and I don't want anyone to take it. I have one, but I know Katie's not going to take it. So, uh... <laughs> I really hope it's not what I want. I'm not sure. There it go. Uh, I'm taking Baymax oh, from okay. Big Hero 6, the uh, central robot. <laughs> uh, do, uh, do you want me to go or do you want Katie to go? No, you go. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Pocahontas. Okay. And I, th- oh, I think I she's a for archery. Oh, that would have been a good call, too. Yeah. I feel like she's just a, a well rounded unit, you know? Yeah. Like she'd be pretty good. Yeah, at I'm, all sure of she, those. I'm sure she could take on a death bot. Agile. Yeah. All right, Katie, they're not going against each other they're competing yeah but like you know uh katie last <laughs> your last pick i'll take dash dash par Ooh, good call that's an awesome call actually you can just run on top of the water yeah you might win um you just be sprinting everywhere so uh for Country Derek, we've got Elastigirl, Mr. Incredible, Aladdin, Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, Jack Sparrow, Ariel, Honey Lemon, Beast, Sully, and Baymax at the Country of Hunter. Uh, we've got Mulan, Buzz Lightyear, Flynn Rider, Judy Hopps, Gaston, Marlin, Tarzan, Hercules, Simba, and Pocahontas. And in the Country of Katie, we've got Merida, Lilo, Anna, Jesse, uh, Rapunzel, Shigo, Kanga, Olaf, Stitch, and Dash. Um, I love that Katie's all of Katie's are just the, the, all the cute characters. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine like... Olaf weightlifting? I'm just thinking of it in my head. That's hilarious. I'm thinking of him just like trying to lift it up and his arms just coming off. Um, yeah. 
so we will uh, be sending out this list uh, on our Twitter and um, to our other listeners and friends, and we will oh, see whose country reigns supreme next week. I feel like okay. my, I feel like my team is very like not the favorite on paper, but also could put up a pretty good fight. I feel like we've all got like like Merritt is going to win archery. Like yeah. when or, uh, I'm a, there's a lot of that are. I'm well. mad that I didn't think of a literal mermaid for swimming. Yeah, like, when you I, said there's two from the same movie, I'm just like, oh, he's probably thinking of I was Ariel thinking, and Flounder. I was thinking of Marlin and Crush. But Crush, I was like, he's a turtle. He's slow. He just uses the thing. Like, yeah, you know. they use the, the East Australia, the EAC, dude. Totally. Totally. So now that after 25 episodes, I've got um, uh, two of my favorite people in the world back on the same podcast. We're going to play a little game. Last okay. time in episode 25, we played uh, who knows more about one of my favorite hobbies, which is video games. And I think Katie barely squeaked out Hunter in this one. Uh, but I think what's much more important, and a thing that I care about much more than video games, me. So we're going to play a game of girlfriend Narcissism. versus best friend. Let's go. I've got 15 questions here. I'm, I'm toast. I'm facts about myself <laughs> that you guys are going to, since we don't have like whiteboards or anything, you can just message me, private chat me on over Zoom what your answers are. And at the end, we are going to see who knows me better, my girlfriend or my best friend. Okay. You're what are... going down. <laughs> Katie, I literally have no confidence in myself at, the, at this moment. So I'm going to kill you. You really are. <laughs> they're in groups of five. Uh, the first five are very easy. The second the second five are heating up. And then the last five are like very specific. But I, but I know for a fact both of you know these things, all of these things. Or I've at least said all of these things around both of you. Let's see how much I pay attention. All righty. Um, so first thing we're going to look at, first question, which both of you should know pretty easily. What was my major in college? Send it to me over chat. Um, I'm going to give you like, I'm going to only give you like 10 seconds just so I don't have to fill a bunch of dead air. Um, but let's see who remembers me from college. I'll probably also put some, uh, put some uh, music behind this. And both of you are correct. Let's go. So uh, I was a civil engineer with a, yeah, I was a civil engineer with a track in environmental. Um, and I am now using that in my career. Did we both say that? Did we both say track and environmental? <laughs> Katie said environmental engineering, and then right after civvy environmental, I guess. There you go. Right, there. I was <laughs> so, be like, can I get bonus points? <laughs> no, you could. I wasn't going to give it to you anyways. I tell people I'm an environmental engineer. Uh, All righty. Number two. So uh, one piece now. Number two. What is my favorite color? Hunter was really quick on that. And both of you are correct. I mean, it is orange. Immediately, I was waiting for that question. Really to come quick up. on that. <laughs> two for two. My favorite color is orange. Next, number three. What is my favorite beer? It's the QLC podcast. Okay. Good, good call. Is. Good catch, Katie. Uh, is correct. My favorite beer is a lot three. Let's go. Katie said lot two. Uh, but I figured you just accident. You slipped, yeah. <laughs> Oops, my bad. Um, next, number four. Who is my favorite comedian? I think. I don't know, actually. I'm almost positive that's right. Both of you are correct. Once more, my favorite comedian is John Mulaney. And John we trust. And John we trust. Glad you're doing better, buddy. Uh, it is you, Katie. You're the funniest person that I know. Uh, thank you for thank you for letting me know. You're welcome. And the last of the easy questions, and if either of you get this wrong, I'm going to be so disappointed. 
who is my favorite superhero? And it is correct, Spider-Man. Neither of you put the hyphen in the name, though. I was going to award bonus points to whoever oh, had to do that. dang it. <laughs> Come on. That's pretentious. Honestly, you, you said Spidey, and I didn't know you would know he would be called Spidey. Um, okay, number six. We're getting into the slightly more difficult ones. How many Terpthon dance marathons have I been to? Uh, Katie, are you counting last year's? Yes. Okay, and then... the one that you went to when Carly did it, right? Oh. Uh, so um, I was in it every year for Carly. I was I was there. Uh, but it's technically I've been to five, but I've attended six because the one was online. So you'll both get a point for that one. Um, okay. Fair enough. Sixes. Damn, both of you are getting it so far. Uh, next one. This might be where the uh, the division comes out. What I'm part so of my body did I have surgery on? Wait. What part of my body did I have surgery on? Uh, both of you are incorrect. Oh, are you talking about? Shut up. So what it, are you talking about? So Katie's, Katie's like, I performed my rotator myself. cuff. Oh. It was my labrum. That is what your rotator cuff is. No, but the labrum's the muscle. No. (laughs) Literally, it was. They had to reattach the muscle to my rotator cuff. Is the labrum the same as the rotator cuff? The labrum is the attachment site for the shoulder ligaments that support the ball and socket joint, as well as the rotator cuff tendons and muscles. Yeah. So, so, Katie, uh, to be to be fair, I said collarbone. Yeah, you were closer, right. but you saw right. it wrong. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll take it. I'll take so it. So six for six, uh, or six for seven, both of you. Next, we've got, and you know what? I realize this is probably should have been in the first five. What semester? We all met through images. What semester did I join? All seventeen. Easy all seventeen. Dub, dude. Easy, Easy dub. dub. I I was about to say, Katie. If Katie gets that wrong, I'm gonna be very upset because she also joined be fall seventeen. Um, next, what is my favorite TV show of all time? Hunter got it correct. So Katie, you're on the you're on the chopping block. <laughs> Katie. The look, on her, the look on her face is so funny. She's like, I don't Katie, know. unfortunately, my favorite show is not Kitchen Nightmares. I it thought is- it was. It is Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh. <laughs> what a duality. Kitchen nightmares, though. I love Kitchen Nightmares. I do. Avatar, Avatar The Last Airbender is my kitchen favorite nightmare. show of all time. It's my favorite show of all time. That's funny. Um, to be so, fair, Katie, the only reason I remember that is because he says it like once every three podcasts. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I, I was just talking to you about my tattoo yesterday. Like, no, I know. And I know you love, I think I was thinking differently. And I yeah. was thinking Derek loves Gordon Ramsay. I do. I do love, love Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. That's probably my favorite like reality, reality show. Um, number 10. So a uh, hunter has pulled ahead. Um, seven, no, eight to seven. Yep. Number 10. Who is my favorite version of Spider-Man? Both of you are correct. My favorite Spider-Man is Miles Morales. Let's go. Uh, specifically the Miles Morales in the PlayStation 5 game, because that game is incredible. Uh, and it's available for PS4 Hunter. I think you should play it. But okay. moving into the final five, 
We've got uh, Hunter at eight and Katie at seven. Is that where we're at now? No, it's nine and eight. Nine and eight. I'm yeah. I'm so embarrassed if Hunter beats me. <laughs> Number 11. Here come the tough ones, man. I don't know. What was my favorite TV show as a child? My favorite kids show. What? Is this is this is different? Just to confirm? Yes, it's it's okay, different. Good. I loved Avatar back then, but I'm talking about like kids show. How how kid are we I talking? I really don't know. Uh, I'm talking you, like so I you two for two different age groups. Both of them were right. Uh, I was you. talking like uh, like pre, like pre K, like young kids. Then I I'm just I'm just guess. gonna I'm just gonna guess. I've wow, guessed. Hunter got it right. Let's go. <laughs> um, Blues Clues was my favorite show. Growing that was up. my favorite show. So much so that I was blue three times in a row for Halloween until I found out that blue was a girl, and I hadn't so? developed. I haven't developed uh, comfort with my masculinity at that point because uh, I was six. <laughs> so um, I, didn't I think I was. Anymore. I think I was Steve like twice for yeah. Halloween. It was a good but time. Katie did guess my favorite show growing up, which was Danny Phantom. I was a huge Danny yeah. Phantom fan. Put a finger down if you cried when Steve oh, left for college. Top 10 betrayals of all time. <laughs> and Just Joe came along. Screw Joe. Yeah, the worst. All right, next one. What is the first concert concert I ever went to? Who was performing? If it helps, it was at the Salisbury Civic Center. Oh, that doesn't help at all. That does not help at all. I know, yeah. I've, to- I know I've told both of you this. You, I fit, I have a memory of you telling me. I don't know who it is. Um, can we get a genre? Um, no, I or can tell that... you the year though. It was okay. two. It was two thousand one. Oh God. Yeah. Um, Katie got it right. By the way. Oh no. I knew it. I I knew it. <laughs> uh, that's why my first concert, best concert, Icebreaker is so funny. You, this yeah, this is where Katie catches up. I have no idea. I'm just gonna guess. It's Aaron Carter. <laughs> it was Aaron Carter. I went. My my sister was a seven year old awesome. girl in the early aughts, so of course oh, she was yeah. in love with Aaron Carter. So we went That's with right. her. Um, Hunter it was not Britney Spears. You, you um, never know. You hashtag never know. free Britney. She was very popping back then. Yeah. Um. Next, so we're all tied up. Yeah. Next, what was the name of the company? That I had my first internship with. Well done, Katie. Um, waiting first, on Hunter's answer. First internship. I visited you af- pretty much every weekend, so I'm hoping that you. Uh, will uh, you take? Uh, will you take the acronym? Uh, maybe. I don't. I don't even know if this is right. You visited me. What after what? This is the summer that we hung out every weekend. Oh God! That yeah, that I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm just going to send you that. I have no idea. So it was not, uh, it was not my previous employer, ADCI is what you were thinking of. Yeah. That's what, that was what Um, came to my brain. It was a place called Solutions IPEM. It was in Georgetown, Delaware, and uh, it was very close to Katie. And that was the first summer that we dated. If you had asked me where I would have gotten it right. Yeah. Not the name of the place. (laughs) Um, So Katie has pulled ahead. She's one ahead now. Number 14. In what town is home place home place for those of you who don't know is the uh, name of the farmhouse that my family owns um and both of you have been there katie has been there multiple times literally once um uh, and katie 
has gotten it correct. Oh, so God, Hunter, this, this if is you where you want to stay alive. Yeah, this is where this goes off the rails. Right. I literally do not know what this place is called. Um, I'm just gonna go super meta and just guess that. <laughs> so it is not in home place, Virginia. You never know. It is in Franktown, Virginia. Yeah, I would have gotten that. Katie so got wrong. that right. There was not so a chance. So Katie pulls ahead. She's two ahead and just does, cl- has clinched the clinched, win. Clinched the win, but we're gonna do the last question anyway. I needed Hunter to pass me to motivate me to yeah, get all sure sure katie does better when she has when she has a, a sight set in front of her but the final question that i'm not sure if uh, either of you will get another thing about it what is my shoe size let's see if katie extends her lead let's see if hunter closes the gap a teensy bit i assume that means i got it wrong <laughs> so uh yeah katie extended her lead um my shoe size is 14 Oh, come on. Yes. Get your big feet out of close. here. I do have some big feet. Come it on. used to be 13s, but my feet have grown. Um, now they're 14. Hey. So, at the end of the day, Katie wins. Uh, how many did you get wrong? Two? No, just the one, right? No, because we, no, we both oh, we both two. got yeah. one wrong, so she got two wrong. Kitchen nightmares and then your rotator cuff. I got four wrong. So, well done, both of I feel you. Like it seems that the girlfriend has... has uh, y'all won. talk more. I feel like that makes sense. Hey, man, I know for a fact I've told you all of these things. I you do recall these things. Hunter. I do recall these things. I just would not have remembered them if you asked me, which you did, and I did not remember them. You put up a good fight. That was a good fight. Maybe next time Katie's on, it'll be more of, a, more of a, uh, a complete, more of a fight. Sure. So um, that wraps up what we've got uh, that Miss Joy would like to participate in. Katie, um, obviously, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, as always, we're going to open up the floor, though, for Crisis Averted for you. Is there anybody you want to send some love to? Yeah, I would love to send some really lovely, lovely love to my lovely, lovely roommate, Maggie Fritz. Aww. I love her so much. We've just recently moved in together. We are rounding out our first month as live-in roommates. And I love her very much. And I don't think that she listens to the pod, but if she ever does, Maggie, I love you. And I am shouting you out here on the pod. Andy will probably tell her in like a month when he listens to this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We, it's always a joy when you come on. No pun intended. Ah. Um, That felt very intentional, Derek. It really wasn't. I, I I realized it as I was saying it and I was like, Hey, um, but now we're going to send you on your merry way. That was intentional. Um, <laughs> nice. And uh, for all the Katie fans out there, uh, keep an eye out for her or an ear out for her for episode 100. Yep. Woo. 25 episodes. You got 24 episodes between me and me. So I'll see you guys for episode 100. <laughs> Bye, right. everyone. Okay. Thanks, Katie. Katie. Bye. Ew, kissing. She was sending them to you, too. Oh, I didn't notice. <laughs> Alrighty, I was I wasn't looking at the screen. I just heard it. <laughs> and the reason that we kicked Katie off is because we're gonna finish up, not finish up. We're going to continue with our Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe review series with yep. the big one, the uh, oh, finale of the Infinity Saga. Awesome. We're gonna talk about Avengers Endgame. Hunter, give a real quick recap. Yeah, because it's a long movie. <laughs> it's a three-hour movie. Uh, All right. So essentially we open uh, on the Avengers after the events of Infinity War and everyone's depressed. Like the whole world is in shambles. Half the population across the universe has died, blah, blah, blah. Um, They go and they kill Thanos to try to find the stones and bring everyone back. But they realize Thanos destroyed the stones. So they're kind of screwed. 
flash forward five years, we're starting to play with time. Um, there is a magical rat in San Francisco, California, that decides to walks across Scott Lang's uh, time machine uh, or like their portal to the quantum realm um, and ev- activates it. So he's released. He finds the, the remaining Avengers and they concoct this plan to travel back through time using the quantum realm to get the stones from various points in time, bring them back to the present, bring everybody back and get rid of Thanos once and for all and all of his cronies, right? So you think this would go swimmingly and they do. So we go back in time and see lots of various things from the MCU that we've seen a lot. It's a very like closure-based movie. Like, hey, remember all this stuff? Like we're going to wrap a bow on and give you one last glimpse. Um Meanwhile, though, because Nebula goes back in time, her network shares the consciousness of her past self. Um, So Thanos from 2014 figures out what's going on. Concocts a scheme to come back to the present, which is now 2023. Uh, And a huge battle commences because, hey, they brought the stones back and they, they snapped their fingers, blah, blah, blah. But now Thanos is here and he's even he's more pissed than present Thanos um, and so huge battle commences but then after all this huge battle we see Cap lift Mjolnir which Derek has opinions about um, which I understand um, but all this stuff ensues and they have like one main one pre-battle and then it looks like Cap's about to take on the entire army that Thanos has and then all of a sudden he hears uh, he hears Falcon come in on the on his intercom and goes Cap on your left and all of these portals open everybody comes back uh, and uh this massive battle ensues that's like a good 45 minutes and it rocks it's awesome just a lot of fighting it's super cool looking um and then it ends with uh with iron man getting the stones and uh putting on the gauntlet and uh, after thanos says the infamous i am inevitable line he says the famous i am iron man line snaps his fingers thanos and his people die but so does tony stark um plot twist if you haven't seen it even though it came out three years ago two years ago I don't know what year it is. You mean um, spoiler alert, not a plot twist. Oh yeah, that. Nice. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so that's basically how that movie ends. Um, there's no post-credit scene. There's no leading in, so we don't really see the aftermath of of the post-snap world until Far From Home, and then some of the other stuff. But that's basically what happens in Endgame. That's like the major crux of it. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Would you Would you rate it? I gave this plot a nine. This plot is awesome. Um, I think I think it's super cool. Just the whole time travel aspect of it. The reason it's not a ten is because they don't do it super well. <laughs> they they have their faults with time travel because like, hey, no one's done it, so like they're making yeah. up the rules as they go. Yeah, I agree. I, I did the same exact thing, and it's not even that. Weirdly enough, it's not even that they had faults. It was just like at the time, it was just like trust us, <laughs> and like yeah, and I was able to suspend disbelief. Um, sure. Because like the whole like the Hulk explanation, it's like okay in universe that makes sense. It's a little dumb, but it makes sense. Right. Um, so I couldn't hate on it too much. I also gave it a nine for that reason. Um, it's good. Well done. Uh, writing and characters, I also gave that a nine. Um, I I think of this the same way as Infinity War. It was just on a less. It was on a lesser scale. Um, that there was not a single character I think that did not serve their purpose. And the only reason that this one isn't a ten is because um, I feel like Professor Hulk and um, Thor were at times misused. Sure. Uh, Not bad, just misused. Sure. Um, I think the moments of Thor, like, I think when they first found Thor, when he was a depressed mess, like, that was very good. I think his moment with Frigga, um, where he realizes he's still worthy, that was incredible. But just kind of, they they overplayed the Lebowski Thor a little bit too much. Yeah, sure. And then Smart Hulk... He eats a lot. Cool. I think they really could have delved more into his like uh, his combination of the two of the two forms of the two beings because yeah, he not went just from that he had, 
Yeah, he went from in the Avengers calling Hulk the other guy to essentially being the Hulk. So I, it could have done yeah, better. But other than not that, just, not just he has a massive caloric intake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I went with an eight. I liked the writing and the characters. I thought they were all well done. That, that was the lowest I was going to go. I wasn't going to go any higher than that. The reason for it, though, is that, and I know we needed the huge battle scene, but like once that comes, it's just like 45 minutes of unfiltered chaos. And I'm like, okay, the, we needed it. You needed it for this movie and it had to happen. But I don't think this movie needed to be as long as it was. And I think in part is because they wanted to extend a lot of scenes. And it was like, okay, um, I wouldn't go lower than an eight on it. And that's where I, that's where I landed. Uh, directing and cinematography, what'd you got? Oh, uh, I initially had this as an eight, but I'm changing my score to a nine. Okay. Um, I thought it looked, now that I'm thinking about it, that final battle sequence was shot incredibly well. Um, you can see all of it. It's awesome. Um, and I think that the whole movie itself just had like a very clear direction. And I thought this goes into acting too, but it was clear like the, the actors had clear direction as to where they should be headed yeah. with this film. And like everything wrapped up pretty perfectly with the main characters um, that we've been with forever. So I bumped it from an eight to a nine. Yeah, I agree. It's also a nine. Um, all, every shot, like even the the simple shots is like Natasha talking to Rhodey over the intercom. Um, oh, she's so good in this movie. Yeah, she's incredible. And then spoiler, they killed her. Um, Whoa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like just the every, every character was shot like they are shot in other movies you know like we we yeah. got we got like the the mask scenes with tony we got like the the triumphant speech scenes with cap um we got the like the the ultimate badass warrior with thor like we got all those with every character like it really felt like every original movies director was consulting with the russo brothers on this and or the russo brothers was that incredible um yeah, I, I gave it a nine. There, there was a little bit to be to be desired in some aspects, um, but uh, nothing that detrimentally hurt it, in my opinion. So moving on to acting. Um, this is another one I gave it a 10. Um, I don't think there's a single poor performance in this movie. Uh, I think that there are characters in this movie that I previously did not care about that made me care about them because of the way that they were portrayed. Um, weirdly enough thor being one of them uh yeah. pepper Potts, hawkeye to an extent um definitely black widow um scarlett johansson and, and natasha romanoff um it, it, and it, it, like you said it goes hand in hand with the directing they were so good at taking these characters and i think the best acting in the entire movie is when scott meets older cassie because oh yeah Paul Rudd is able to show like happiness and relief and trauma and confusion and uh, fear and sadness all in like three different facial expressions. And it it, uh, absolutely incredible. Um, Not a single complaint from any of the acting performances in this movie. You really think you saw enough of Pepper Potts to say that she was really good? Yes, dude. This is the first movie movie I gave a crap about Pepper Potts. Okay. Like I think I, I think I, I think I attribute that to more like how, what her character says rather than how she says it. Cause like, this is the first time that she's willingly acknowledging that like the whole line and stuff about her saying, you know, uh, uh, Tony seems like he can literally do something about this problem. And then she, he goes, I can put it away. And she goes, but would you like be able to rest? Um, and then at the end she says, you can rest now. And like, those are powerful lines. I don't know if I, 
I don't know if I saw enough of Gwyneth Paltrow. There's too many people to really see enough of her. You well, know I mean, yeah, I mean? but that's that, that's. I don't think that's fair to say that it's a it's it detracts from bad. performance. No, no, I'm just saying. Like, do you really think you saw enough of well, her to say like it was the reason really that I'm good. saying that? And this goes back. This goes back into characters too. Is because is because for the entire franchise, Pepper Potts has just been like the the thing pulling Tony out. Um, sure. when he kind of needs to be a hero. And this is when she finally realizes, like, I'm not going to be able to stop you. Like, I know you need yeah. this. And and just like the the very, like, I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't like her as a person. Sure. But the chemistry that her and RDJ had in those scenes, like, that's, uh, it was very good. It was very, it was sure. very convincing. Okay. Except for the kid. The kid that's, actors that's... suck. I'm just kidding. Um, I went with a nine. It's basically the same thing that you said. Um, I just think that some of the fringe characters, like, again, we didn't see a lot of them. So, like, I can't really knock on them too much. But some of the fringe characters, I was like, okay, this could have been a little little better, I guess. Um, but nothing really to complain about on a whole scale. I just, I don't know if, I, if I'm at a 10 fully with everybody. If that makes sense. It de- definitely didn't make sense what I just said. But I know what I'm trying to say. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, 10 versus got- a, 10, when we're arguing a 10 versus a 9 that's pretty good <laughs> thanks we got special effects um oh the 7 I don't really? remember why I, I don't remember why I've, I watched this 3 weeks ago um I'm gonna bump it to an eight. Just thinking about that. I, say, I don't. I, should, I don't think there's particularly an anything that like because the the, well, quantum, the quantum realm seems look great. Yeah, um, I don't know why I went with an eight on this. That was stupid. I think or the reason that I didn't give it a 10 is because with the time travel specifically when they went back to the 70s they relied on like that sepia grading which was really oh, stupid yeah. like, they're like hey it's older it's brown <laughs> yeah which was a little dumb um yeah and and i don't think there was anything that looked as bad as it did in infinity war like the like there was no floating hulk head there was no um yeah the portals could have looked horrible yeah the portals, yeah, the portals were good, good so. i think and i think the things that i'm specifically thinking of are um the uh the the captain marvel um scenes especially when she gets headbutted by thanos that was that was a little bad looking yeah it's a little janky Um, it was a little janky but uh but i mean it picked right back up after he took the stone and punched her like it was it it, everything that was bad was immediately like overshadowed by something amazing but that being said yeah yeah yeah. so i bumped it to an eight we'll give it an eight and finally the score um i think compared to i gave infinity war a nine i gave this an eight because I think Infinity War did a much better job of incorporating individual, like, uh, motifs. That's, that's a word that you taught me. Um, You're welcome. Based on specific characters. And they didn't really have the opportunity to do that. So, like, I, I look back at it and think, like, yeah, the Avengers theme was in this a lot. <laughs> uh, and it's a good song. So I'm not complaining about it. But there was thank a you, lot of Thank variety. you, Alan Silvestri. Yeah. I mean, just the the... <laughs> Yeah, Avengers assemble and then duh, 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 that's enough to give it a ten itself. But like overall, in the whole movie, it's it's an eight for me. Yeah, I went with a nine. Um, I think that that the last like the whole the, all the songs in that final battle or like all the music is good. Like it, it all sells it really well. Um, but I think that the the music musical callbacks when they go back in time. So like in 2012, we hear the original version of the Avengers theme when they yeah. first show up in Thor, we hear the Thor music um, from those movies. Um, 
we don't have anything for Vormir necessarily, except for what was in Infinity War. But like we get those callbacks, and like you get the thing I think is interesting is they didn't use music to do um the Peter Quill part when they go back in time. But I like the fact that they still incorporated him just belting it at the top of his lungs. That was cool. So I think that overall it was good usage of the music, but it was just basically a lot of just repeating until we got to the portals. They did a very good job of like. And this goes back to directing, but they did a very good job of showing what these scenes were like from other perspectives. Because like in, when you first saw that opening, you're like, "Ah, oh, Star Lord's so cool!" And then when you look at it, when you actually side, like, think about it, oh, this idiot. <laughs> but I think that was a good way of contextualizing, like, "Oh no, like it's not just musical overdrop. It's like th- it's in his head. They're trying yeah. to show you like real life. You know what yeah. I mean? I think yeah. that was interesting. So at the end of the day, um, Hunter berated this hunter gave this movie an 8.65 uh i dropped very close to 9.05 averaging out to an 8.85 uh falling slightly below uh infinity war um and homecoming uh and putting it above movies like guardians one um which i don't know if i agree with that but uh putting it above guardians one yeah yeah maybe not i don't know I don't know if I agree we'll with see. that, but um, even my scores put it above Guardians one, but um, I don't know if I agree with that. But I mean, next eight, week, eight oh, two sorry. five versus eight eight five is like not yeah, that yeah. far of a margin. Next week we'll be tackling uh, Spider Man Far From Home, and then the week after that we get to talk about a new Marvel movie. Whoa. Which I'm pretty stoked about. Um, oh yeah, I put all the new movies on my list. I completely forgot to put it on the other list. You can just copy paste from mine. Okay, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, but with that, that wraps up this, uh, this um, 75% of the way to 100 episode. Uh, but we are going to roll on into a little segment we like to call Crisis Averted. Hunter, who are you sending love to today? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be shouting out my friend Emma. It's only Monday. She's having a rough week. So go you, Emma. Hopefully you listen to this and hear this at the end. But uh, I'm also going to send some love to the Baltimore gentlemen and Maggie and Katie who have very graciously put up with my nonsense every weekend for the last two months. So um, appreciate you all. Uh, Emma, my, this is this is specifically for you if you're having a bad week. My mom got me these uh, this really cool present for Christmas and they're little um, pop-up message cards uh to open whenever you're feeling down so we've got one uh for being thankful and we've got one that just says you matter so i will read you one uh as a, as a treat for hunter we have there's magic there is magic about you that is all your own so you take that to the bank emma hope you have a better week nice um me yeah shout out to uh shout out to obviously katie thank you for coming on um we always get a spike in views when you're on uh because you tell a lot of people which is great um shout out to uh everybody at my new job i'm loving it so far um thank you for being so hospitable i haven't told anybody i have a podcast so nobody's gonna be listening to this yet but who knows um and shout out to uh b-rad who turned redacted this uh past weekend. <laughs> um, uh, it was really fun getting to see you and the rest of the family down on the beach um and i'm excited to see you again soon uh hunter any final words I'll go have another beer. And for episode 75 of Quarter Life Crisis, I have been your host, d here with Hunty. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.